0: Welcome to Dream It, Dare It, Do It, Live the Life You Want. Today, I have a special guest. Her name is Del Addy Jones. Hi, Del. Hi, how are you today? How good. You, you? I'm really good. I'm really good. Del, people, is someone that I've met through our acquaintances. We both, like, we, we, we're around the same circles. <laughs> And she just, you just finished, um, advanced track
1: or emerging voices. No, yeah, no, I, I didn't. Um, uh, I did emerging voices with Michael. Yeah. Ah, okay. Got it. So, um, can you like, for those
0: of you who don't know Dell, she's going to introduce herself in like two seconds, but I wanted you guys to know that she does a podcast called insightful conversations and I'm going to put the link in and if you like my chats you're going to love her chats so <laughs> uh, Dale just let us know a little bit for the people who are going to
1: be listening to us what do you do besides that besides that oh my god what do I do how much do I share um I, <laughs> yeah. I am well I'm a three principles practitioner like you are and I um and just as you said I also host my YouTube and podcast called Insightful Conversations. Um, I, I do a lot of different things, but I th- would say probably one of my specialties is working with people um, with low self-esteem and uh, codependency and um, narciss- recovering from narcissistic abuse. tends to be my but but half my client uh, my clients would fall into that category. So that's pretty much what I do. It's kind of a niche. It's yeah. It's well. It found me. It's what I used to do before I came across the principles, okay. and um, because that was my life experience. And um, and so when I came across the principles, I heard that oh, you know, we don't really talk about diagnosis or labels or mental health issues. So I stopped doing it for a while. And then I thought, what am I doing here? Well, people started seeking me out. (laughs) And I was like, hang on a minute. I think I've thrown the baby out with the bathwater a bit here because it was the principles that helped me so much in that area. And here I was sort of ignoring it. And I thought, hang on a minute. So um, yeah, so it found me. So that it became my niche because it found me, not me finding it necessarily. I mentored with the Pranskis, and I remember George always used to say, you don't need a niche, you know, you just teach the principles to every anybody that wants to hear about them, which mm-hmm. I think is true too. But I think there's also a beauty in, um, you know, when you've had a shared experience, I think people feel safe with you and they trust you and they know you know what you're talking about, so. Yeah. It's so funny because um, I, we had a conversation
0: earlier this week <laughs> together, I mean, and you guys were talking about, you know, the principles, not the principles, what we talk about. And I'm like, and, and I called a few friends who listened to my podcast. And I was like, do I talk about the principles? <laughs> and they were like, no, I, I don't really think that you do. And I was like, but it's still like, it's still a, a good conversation. And so So to those of you who are listening and have no idea what we're talking about, the principle or the principles are mind thought consciousness, which is basically, you know, an understanding of the mind, if we want to, you know, make it really, really simple. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's what we studied in. But basically, we just understand how the mind works. And we guide people to live the life they want (laughs) Mm -hmm. which brings me to the podcast um and like I was wondering if you like have you ever thought about that because it seems to me that a lot of people have thought about living the life that they want Mm -hmm. you know so have you ever spent like any time on it one two um if you did what's your take on it?
1: <laughs> oh, that's a big question. Um, you know, when you, when you ask that, um, well, uh, two things? I just, I just did a webinar this morning about, um, low self-esteem and how so many of us don't live the life that we want or that we dream of because we're listening to these thoughts in our head that tell us that we're not good enough. We can't do it. We're not, you know, clever enough, skinny enough, pretty enough, intelligent enough, whatever the enoughs are. We listen to it and then we believe it, which is what is so crazy. And what I love about the principles that I found after years of living with this sort of cloak of believing I wasn't good enough to do things. And when I came across the principles and I realized I didn't have to believe that thinking. I spent years in therapy trying to change the way I thought, trying to change myself so I could be freer to live the life that I wanted. And and ironically, when all I had to do was was ignore this negative chatter in my head, didn't try and change it or, or change myself. And as I ignored it, I ended up really living the most amazing life. But it was, you know, as I said, it it was. Uh, it took me 50 years to get to that point. But um, I, when you asked that question, what flashed through my mind is I went through a divorce when I was 50. And I remember sitting in my therapist's office at the time. I, I'd just come across the principles, but I remember sitting there going, Oh God, I should have stayed in college. I shouldn't have dropped out. I should have become a doctor. I should have become a lawyer. I, I wish I had a profession. And then he said to me, do you know how many 50 year olds that sit in my office saying god i wish i'd had a life he you said you've been you know you're a costume designer you're an artist you're a you know pilates teacher you're a mother you're a... and i've had so many incarnations and he said there are so many people that don't get to live life because they they get on that track of i've got to you know be somebody and get into a career and get into a profession And then they reach sort of middle age and they go oh my god i didn't even live i just have spent the last you know 30 40 years of my life on this track and not questioning it so that's what flashed through my mind when you asked (laughs) that so you know as much as i can say that i suffered from low self-esteem for a majority of my life i've had an amazing life i mean i you know originally i was brought up in the uk i lived in spain for a year when i was 18. i came to the states when i was 21 and have lived here ever since but prior to that i was always moving you know i left home at 16. i was just constantly like where do i go next where's the next adventure so you know i've had a wonderful life i'm really grateful
0: it goes to show you that you know it's not
1: because you have low self-esteem that you're not
0: gonna do anything I mean yeah. I think like I totally get it because I'm I'm the same really. Um I've had, you know, uh self-esteem problem. Uh I'm not gonna call them problems. Just got issues, whatever. I've had yeah. self-esteem. And um but I've done so many things, you know, I was a singer, I hosted open mic nights, I hosted open band nights, I had a podcast then and, and I was uh, a sales manager, I traveled across Canada, U- USA, training people and, you know, like, I did all of that. Mm-hmm. And, but the, the whole point was, there was always still this thing inside of me that was like, why am I tired? why am I thinking this? Why is this happening? And why, you know, it was constantly present, there was still something there present that was in the way for me. Yeah, you know, and, and coming upon this understanding, I started seeing, I, I really started working on thoughts a long time ago, like, prior to my understanding of the three principles You know, I started looking into thoughts and I was looking into meditation and I I was looking into all, all of that stuff, but there were things that, you know, in, in all the other understandings that I had that just didn't, there was like, I just knew there was a, eh, you know, like. (laughs) I'm doubting that like Mm -hmm. everything else was good until you said that (laughs) (laughs) you know and it kind of like made me continue the research continue looking Mm -hmm. and and of course I was looking for the solution that one that really fixed me totally (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know To finally just understand that there was never anything wrong with me. That I was human. And the things that I was trying to fix were
1: my most natural things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I love about this understanding. It's it's just like you and I, <laughs> we must have shared the same mother. But I, I, it was the same for me. It it was, it was, there was, I did a lot, but a lot of what I did was to prove something to myself. If I just do this, I'll be more confident. If I just learn this, if I just push beyond my insecurities and I go here or well, all the things I did were trying to find That peace, that peace of mind I was looking for, that confidence I was looking for. And when you come across the principles and you're like, oh, oh, you mean it's already inside me? (laughs) It's not, I'm not going to get it by doing another, you know, qualification or another accolade or whatever it is. You know, that was just like the outside in was this bottomless pit. It would satisfy me for a tiny bit and then just slip all the way through. And then the hole was back again. Okay, what next? What next? Just like you said, I've been on a spiritual path for since I was twenty-one when I first got here, and the, you know, so, so much of it helped a little, and the, my thirty years of therapy helped a little, but it was really coming across this understanding and realizing, oh my God, there is nothing wrong with me except for when I fall asleep and listen to my thinking, all or, or the insecure thoughts. Other than that you know, the falling asleep, which is natural too, and we're gonna to continue to do it and we're okay with it. But just seeing what is happening, the freedom that, you know, I don't have to keep doing to get something that I am actually just being is, is you know, being in the essence of who I am is yeah. it's just beautiful and satisfying and fulfilling.
0: I wanna share something with you this morning this morning, like, the thing that I look at a lot that, that really made me, you know, think, made me think, was with my animals. Mm. So, I'm an animal lover. I mean, I know you know this. And I know everybody who's <laughs> listening already know this, too. But I have I noticed, I, like, I keep looking at how am I behaving? Like, because I really get that my behavior comes from my thoughts because mm-hmm. my my be- i behave usually very peacefully and if i'm not peaceful there's a thought there i can totally get it right so then i start looking at those peaceful behaviors like when i look at my pets there's like this dog can do anything she wants she will never do wrong you know and this morning i woke up And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm still groggy and I'm still like, okay, I'm getting up. And she's just like turning on herself, Mm -hmm. you know, and she's like, okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. It's time for the day. Come on, get up. And, you know, and I'm just looking at her and I'm like, that's, that's her life energy. Like, Mm -hmm. that's like who she is. And right after I look at the cat and the cat is just there very calm looking at me going okay are you getting up and as I get up he trots in front of me and he's walking really slow He's like come on follow me and he (laughs) brings me to the kitchen you know and he's like give me my treats I'm ready and then I looked at them interact with each other And I saw how he was just coming with, I'm going to smack you. And she was like, what are you going to do? What are you (laughs) going to do? And I was just amazed at how they were just being like in that moment, my cat had this vibration. I could see his true essence was like, I'm the king. And there was (laughs) nothing wrong with that. And she was like, yeah come on come on come on come on get in get get me and then I thought I don't have my personal thinking doesn't get in the way anymore like I remember a time where I used to have pets where I go no no don't do that and I tried to control them Mm -hmm. something happened throughout my understanding of the principles where I just let nature be nature you know and the thought came to me and I was like, wow. So I myself have an energy. I myself have that too. I have the, I, I tend to fall in love completely immediately with people. I do that with animals with no shame whatsoever. With people, I have personal thinking that it's attached to it. Like, okay, no, no, you got to be careful watch how you stand, watch what you say. And I, I was just very present to how my personal thinking was basically toning down my natural self. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was a new, that was a new seeing Ooh,
1: for me. Have you ever? Yeah, and you know it's so funny as you say that. You know, I um, I never used to listen back to my my shows.
0: Me neither. We do and,
1: come from the same another mother. <laughs> <laughs> and but but I write a blog now based on my shows, so I will. And because I record them a few weeks earlier, I think oh, I will just listen to the I listen to it and then see what I'm inspired to write about, and then. I had what you talk about, (laughs) that personal thinking of going, oh, God, oh, God, you start a sentence and then you don't finish it off. Oh, you Mm -hmm. say, you say, I love that a lot. And then I was like, this is not helpful. (laughs) You know, and I just thought, I cannot be in my head thinking about, am I sounding okay? Am I, you know, am I finishing my sentences? I just thought, I've got to ignore that because I cannot be present to the other person if I'm up in my head, monitoring how I sound or what I'm doing. So I just like, I, I just, as soon as that thought comes in, it's like out of the way. I don't want to, you're not helpful is my phrase. Yeah. That is not helpful. I'm not going to listen to that. So I, I, I'm the same. It's like, you know what? We, we just should show up as we are unedited and i mean of course social norms we're 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 kind and we behave yes, ourselves a little bit but we be
0: um, careful not to say yeah. fuck shit god damn it you know a lot
1: <laughs> i was about to say i didn't know that rule <laughs> can i can i join you fuck shit <laughs> i know that i said it this morning i did a webinar and i'm like you know what i realized is all we're doing is making up shit anyway. So we might as well make up good shit. I yeah. mean we are making up shit.
0: Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. So anyway, it's so funny. But yeah, yeah. I, I try and keep out of that personal thinking. It's never gonna do me any good. So yeah. it's really uh, I have a question for you. Yeah. You're talking about your pets. And I have I have a dog, and I have two cats, and my dog is probably about 70 pounds. And I was just sharing with you, yeah. they're yeah. all rescues, so they're all mutts. Yeah, but yeah. my cats have some main coon in them and they're really big cats yeah, now yeah. my male cat absolutely as it, it, i don't know what's going through his head but there's some days he's just in a bad mood and he wants to pick a fight with everybody <laughs> including me <laughs> but, he, but more than anything with the big dog and the big dog is so sweet and so and he he'll just sort of get his Paw, and he'll place it on Hugo's head and very gently push him to the ground. And all the time he's looking at me going, "'Mummy, is this okay? "'Is it okay?' <laughs> "'But he's attacking me. "'Is it okay?' I, I, "'I think animals have thoughts, too. "'I really do.'" Really, I, that's what I was thinking, too. I think that they,
0: well, consider this, right? So this is my understanding of thought. Thought is an energy, mm-hmm. right? We see thought, right? And then we have our personal thinking and we do something with the thought, Mm -hmm. right? But thought flows through us. And sometimes thought generates a feeling in our body. It generates an emotion. So we get angry. We get pissed off. They do. I mean, I can see she gets scared. Like I'm like for no apparent reason. And I'm looking and I'm like, why are you? But she's feeling an energy Mm -hmm. that's going through her. And that's giving, that's what I, that's yeah. this, the, it's the part two of my reflection this morning was exactly that. Yeah. It's like, cause sometimes the cat is going to be lying there and all of a sudden he's going to be like, his, his tail is going to go. And I'm like, what are you pissed about? What's going on there? I did nothing, you know, but I really like, I'm, I'm really starting to look at it as it's an energy, and we can see energy, and energy flows through us.
1: Well, I have another one. Okay, so my dog is—he—he's—he's he's got everything in him. As I said, he's a Heinz fifty-seven, but he is food is his thing, and it's—it drives him. So I will some—I'll—I I'll, will come home, and I have glass uh, front doors, and I can look in, and my dog is lying there. And his little legs, well, big legs, are behind him. His head is down, and he's and he's like, and then he'll like look one eye and then down again. And one and I'm like, oh my God, okay, what did you get into? What did you eat? And I come into the house and inevitably he's broken in somewhere, he's found food, or he's gone into my son's room, or but he has a conscience. And my boyfriend is like, he doesn't have a conscience. And I'm like, well, why isn't he doing what he normally does, which is bound up to the front door and look me in the eye and is all excited to see me. He's already thinking guilty thoughts. Because he's well, kind of- is it that he has a conscience
0: or is it that he just knows?
1: Yeah, he knows
0: he's done something wrong. Yeah, I know. But I, like, you know, like, just like we know. Yeah. Like there are things that we just know. Yeah. I know I like chocolate right i can explain it to you and all of that's going to be thought and -hmm. it's going to be words and it's going to be language and all of it but why do i like i just know i like chocolate yeah so is it that he just knows or that he's got the thinking oh my god i did this i don't think it's that i think they just
1: know yeah i don't know what it is but all i know is that he he responds very differently after he's helped himself to food <laughs> that that is either been locked away or is not for him, then then he does when he hasn't, and that intrigues me. It intrigues me that he um, that he is sort of he's whether it's conscience we call it or whatever we call it, yeah. But that he shows up differently. So that to me shows that he is he is number one a lot <laughs> brighter than we give him credit for. And that uh, he, um, yeah, it just fascinates me. It's really interesting well, to me. It's funny. I'm, I'm going to like, this is,
0: I, I, I everybody who knows me knows I love animals, but like, this is an in-depth conversation about what I think about them. <laughs> um, but I, I really, I'm looking at energy. I'm like, I can feel like when I'm really calm, when I'm really uh, like, just, not in my head, just really present. I can feel the energy of my cat coming without me looking. Mm. Right? I don't have to say words. I can feel the energy. And so I started noticing that I was kind of like, I, I was like, am I crazy? Is the cat just there? And I turned around and lo and behold, the cat would be there. So I started to test with her. Because you know they say dogs understand words you're always using the same words and i do like i speak to her mainly in french because my first language is in french mm-hmm. but i've started talking to her in english during the pandemic i've been you know on zoom in english a lot of the time so she's starting to really understand the english language and then i started to not say anything and just have my energy like let's say if, if i want to go for a walk I'm going to just have my energy ready for it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I would just like, she lies on this pillow, right? So she's lying there and I would just turn around with the energy of we're going for a walk and see how she would react. And then she would like, mm. I wouldn't say words. Yeah, I wouldn't say anything. And she'd, and I'd be like, hmm. And then I'd get up and she'd like, go to the door, right? Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, but that could be, you know, like I'm even doubting myself, but I'm playing, right? I'm just like playing with it. So I would try things like, um, you know, sometimes the phone rings and it's my father. And I say to my father, okay, I'm going to bring you the dog. You know, cause my father, it's, it's my mother's dog. Right, my mother's passed, but my dad spent a lot of time with her. So I sometimes bring her to him so he spends time with her. And she knows, Mm -hmm. she knows that what I just said was, I'm going to go bring her to dad's. And when I get there, she walks in and then I say, Okay, I'm gone. And she's just like, See ya. (laughs) You know, yeah, it's just, it's very interesting to look at it from
1: that point of view, look at it from an energy thing. You know, it's so true. So, but so okay, so I, I work out m- most mornings. I will go for, a, I'll go for a walk. Okay, let me do it another way. So Tuesdays and Thursdays, I, I live near the beach. I go down to the beach and I do a kettlebell exercise class on the beach. The other days I just go for a walk. Now, the other days I can take my big dog with me for my walk. But on the Tuesday and the Thursday, he can't come with me because I'm doing this class. And I've said for the last few years, he knows what day of the week it is. It's like I dress in the same way. I've got my leggings on, my tennis shoes. My whole thing is the same type of outfit every day. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, he doesn't bat an eyelid. Uh, oh, rather, sorry, the other way around. Yeah. He, those are the days where he gets excited and he runs for his leash and he's all, oh, he knows he's going for a walk. Tuesdays and Thursdays, he stays sleeping on his couch. He knows he's not going on a Tuesday and a Thursday. So I used to think he was just really bright and knew what day of the week it was. <laughs> but, but according to you, it's energy. <laughs> now I'm teasing. I agree with you. I think it's the energy. Yeah, he but can it
0: could tell. be both. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm making shit up right now,
1: but that's how it felt to me. Yeah. Well, me too. I'm making shit up when I'm saying, you can tell the time of the week, my boyfriend thinks it's hysterical. He is a very, very bright dog, but I'm not sure he knows Tuesdays and Thursdays from the rest of the week. But he, it always amazes me because I used to think, oh, maybe it's the clothes he's looking and he goes, oh, she's got walking clothes on. I think, no, it's the same clothes. Can't be that. So um yeah I'm inclined to think it's probably energy yeah. as well. I think they feel because
0: you know sometimes I mean this dog loves everybody. I mean, but sometimes she's gonna meet people and she's gonna be like oh, and I'm like sorry, can't talk to you. Sorry. <laughs> like she's like, she's like, no, no, don't don't go there, Jazz. And I'm like, okay, we ain't doing anything. But it's 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 just interesting to see the power that language and thinking has, yeah, right? So like, and and that's what I love to look at, you know, and Mm -hmm. how it has an impact on everything that we do. This morning after I had that conversation in my head with myself, Mm -hmm. um, I really saw how it, I really wanna live from that space with everybody yeah you know yeah. I really want to be able to talk with everybody anybody without that personal little voice that tells me why I shouldn't mm-hmm. you know why I should be careful why I should
1: this and just trust that I'm okay yeah no matter what mm-hmm no i I agree with you it's just so incredible i was as i said this morning on that webinar i was giving it's like you know i i created a persona out of these thoughts in my head you know i'm not good enough i'm this i'm that all the negative things about myself and then i innocently carried those through my life believing that that was me these thoughts were telling me about me and now i'm like oh my god i could have equally created a persona that was like I'm hot shit. I'm great. I'm wonderful. And lived a life from that place. And the only difference is I chose to set, believe a set of thoughts that told me I wasn't good enough, as opposed to a set of thoughts that told me I was good enough. And then you just act from that place. But do you?
0: So it's kind of like, hold on, where do I want to go with this? Like, because what I'm hearing, like, I, what I don't want for people listening is, okay, so, you know, you're thinking a negative thought, make, you made it up, make up a good one. I don't want you to to do that, because that's just another trap. That's just another trap, because think about it, okay? If you think I'm, I suck, I'm making stuff up again. If your thought is, I suck, Okay. So the thing is, is that you're going to act from that place and you have to hide that you suck, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody wants to show that. <laughs> so now if you make up, okay, but I'm not, I don't suck. I'm really, really good. Like I'm, I'm the best. Mm-hmm. So, but you don't believe that you're the best. You're just making it up because you think you suck. So in order to maintain that you're the best, you have to still think that you suck.
1: Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. I no, I'm not that this is, as we know, you know, this is not a prescription. This is a description yeah. of how we work. Yeah. I'm not saying that at all. Cause I actually spent years trying to doing exactly what you're saying, you trying to control my thoughts, change the thoughts, all those affirmations. I love myself. I, I'm fine. I'm great. Or yeah. no, that does not work. Yeah, I love the incredible. I love the tone. <laughs> I love myself. I'm great. <laughs> you know, plastered on your on your you know bathroom mirror. Love yourself. Tell it. You know all this stuff. You know, that without a doubt that doesn't work. I'm just what I'm pointing to is is how we can create an image of ourselves that we think is so set in stone. We we think we're these personalities, and what I'm pointing to is. we're we're sort of made up of thought. And, And when we see that actually nothing's solid, nothing's set in stone, we can, we truly are sort of, you know, as Sid would say, one thought away from a completely different experience. That doesn't mean we have to control or change that thought, but just the knowing that we are infinite potential, always changing, always evolving, always showing up differently, I think we we limit ourselves when we when we think we're just this type of personality. This is just who I am. Yeah, um, it's I kind of like
0: th- you. Yeah, I, I I get it. It's like the set in stone. I think it's about looking at right now, like how if like you have to consider that. And I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the people listening. Um, you know think about this there's only now we like if there's one truth everybody Mm -hmm. has everybody is living now Mm -hmm. right (laughs) even if they're even even if they're they're in Australia they may be tomorrow according to the rule of time but Mm. they're living now there's only (laughs) now that exists but what we're doing is we're something happens in the now and we make up something that means something about us and then we store it in our memory and then something occurs and then we bring back that thought from the past into our now without even giving yourself the chance to think about it newly exactly like how is the new person because you're new even i'm new from the 2 seconds ago exactly yeah, exactly. Right. So that has helped me in so many ways because I used to think, oh, you know, the biggest thing that I used to think is I'm actually a bitch and I have to hide that. So I'm going to be really, really nice, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and one, one, at one point somebody said, well, what if you're actually really, really nice, and you're being a bitch to hide the really, really nice, and I kind of like went, (laughs) hmm, wait a second, it was like top on top of on top, and I was like, it's it's just about being me
1: now, right now, this is how I am now. Exactly, and I love it. You know, it's so funny. I was a before getting into the principles. I used to be what we what was called a shadow coach. It was you know it was embracing all the parts of our the disowned parts of ourselves, like the bitch, like the the greedy gluttonous one, like the jealous one, like the envious one, whatever it is. Things that society or we've told ourselves or our family have told us are, are the parts of us that you know we should be embarrassed and ashamed of and get rid of. And what what I and what I loved about what I did when it was, we call it the shadow, it's the Jungian you know the shadow. I mean, bottom line is I always think we would never have been created to to have the experience of being all of these things if there was anything wrong with it. So what if you're a bit bitchy one day? So what? You know, it's part of what it is to be human. You get ticked off. You have a sort of moment. But I think it's, what I love is the, with this understanding, it's not about a spiritual bypass, not about trying to attain this spiritual thing up here that we are sort of never going to be human again. It's like, oh no, warts and all, embrace it all. We are just human. Like you said, just show up as you are without this internal sort of commentator going, oh, you shouldn't do that. Oh, that's bad. Oh, that's negative. you be lucky if you do that. Oh, get rid of that bit of yourself. It's like to just live free, as you say, to live like, a, like an animal in the sense of without this sort of constant chatter in our heads, monitoring our every move or our every feeling and emotion. So that's what I find so freeing about it is, is the playfulness, you know, showing up in the moment and just... Falling flat on your face, if you fall flat on your face, so what? You know, I lived most of my life terrified of making a fool of myself. Now I don't care. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's a playground. Let's just show up, play like children. I mean, how many little toddlers stay on the edge of a playground going, oh, I'd love to get in there and play with that sand," but what if I don't do it well enough and the other kids don't like me? And nobody's thinking that at two, three, four years old. They just dive in, play. They're like, what is that, poop?
0: <laughs> oh, oh, <great>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was poop. <laughs> oh. oh <my> um, <laughs> Dell, I think I feel like it's been—I don't know how long we've been talking now. Oh, I, um, I have—I have a clip with um, Rob that uh, yeah. is called "Move the way you want, just move." Mm-hmm. And it's basically, actually, uh, Rob and I were discussing uh, the science of cardio, because uh, we were looking like it's, it's, uh, it's springtime, everybody's talking about weight loss, so the last couple of, of, of uh, segments we were talking about weight loss, but then we went into the science of it, just like understanding how the things that we need to understand, and then creating whatever we wanted to create. Mm-hmm. um so i was thinking of listening to it with you sure and, uh, you can tell me what you think hello everybody we're back for a segment of move the way you want just move and um hi, hi rob you got the glasses today
2: uh, i was reading some from the, i brought some science to talk today, so I had my laptop,
0: I had to put my glasses on. (laughs) So, yeah, so guys, this is what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about science versus art, and um, that's one of the things that we learned. Uh, We just finished a class, actually, and uh, in this class, our mentor, Michael, Michael Neal, he was talking about how, you know, there's science to everything, and then there's art to everything, right? There's, and, and we tend to mix them up mm-hmm. um and i think that the the science is like the science is like universal right it's like it's what is and then the art is is personal yeah right yeah. so I'm, I'm i'm throwing it at you rob so
2: that, <laughs> you was like boom that was all i got
0: that, that my yeah. Your turn, man.
2: Uh, it was actually... you're,
0: you're the science art dude on this on this subject. So again, the subject is uh, weight loss, or actually, it's the quest into <laughs> transforming our body composition.
2: Uh, yeah, We're, we're um, on a journey to change what our bodies look like, and we're not going to play naive to believe that it can all happen overnight. So the science and the art. Yeah, I think you explained it beautifully. Um, there are some things, as it pertains to fitness or well-being or movement, that you can do that you should be aware of to get more out of the movement. If you are looking to change your body composition, other than that, it's just activity for life, right? So, but if you are again on a journey to change your body transformation, here's a few things you should be be um, be aware of. First is gonna be your maximum heart rate, all right? So the science of your maximum heart rate is that, um, well, actually before that, let me me go back to before heart rate. There's three areas I'm talking about when I'm talking about changing your body composition that's gonna happen. It's gonna be cardio, which is the heart. It's going to be strength, which are the muscles. And it's gonna be flexibility, which are the joints and the ligaments, okay? So, and flexibility also has some muscle content included. So, those are the three areas of the body I'm talking about. The heart, muscles, ligaments, tendons, all right? So, those are all the things I play for science, that science point to. When I'm talking about the art, I'm going to be talking about how to condition your heart. So, which type of cardio conditioning is best? That could be hiking. That could be, you know, uh, high-intensity interval training. That can be long walks it can be anything but that's the art part form of it resistance training for strength right? resistance training which type did you do do you like to go and do the honor schwarzenegger weightlifting for bodybuilding right that's a type but then resistance training and body weight is also a type i mean i'm sorry band resistance training and body weight is also a type so again that's an art whichever fits to you and stretching stretching is how we become flexible All right, stretching also allows us to gain mobility and keep the range of motion of our our ligaments and our joints. So different types of stretching, whether you're dynamically stretching or you're static stretching or you're doing through yoga or through Pilates, like there's different and a whole bunch of ways for the art. So what I want to do is just cover a few things for the science so you can pick whatever way you want. Like that's not the part to get hung up on. Which way?
0: There's plenty plenty of of art art out there.
2: Yeah, plenty of art out there. Pick any color you want. Paint whatever color rainbow you want, right? But understand the arc of this rainbow. And the arc of it is understanding your maximum heart rate. So if you were to take the number 220 and subtract your age, that's your maximum heart rate. All right, so once you get that number 220 minus your age, Then that number is going to be the maximum, uh, and this is a generic, so please don't don't hit me with Robert, that actual equation is 2.66, please don't, this is generically speaking here. Um, That's going to be the maximum amount of beats per minute your heart should be. Why that is important is because each one of the zones in which we operate based on what we're trying to do matters. So if we are trying to decrease the amount of fat in our body, we want that heart rate that maximum heart rate, we want our current heart rate during exercise to be at least 50 to 60% of that. So how we get that number is if you take 220, subtract your age, you get your maximum heart rate. Take your maximum heart rate, multiply that by 0.5 or 0.6, whichever one, 50 or 60, 0.5 or 0.6. It's going to give you another number that's the number your heart rate has to reach to be in fat loss zone i use a calculator i'm not fit to do that uh, yeah
0: that's what i'm doing
2: okay. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm not like doing looking
0: that. at my number so first of all i did it in my head and i wind up to the wrong number so, okay. <laughs> this is how bad that is okay so this my times 0.5 so that new number, so I was at 169, so now I'm at 194. I did 0.5 instead of 0.6, and I'm at 194.
2: There's no way you're at 194.
0: <laughs> <laughs> be, I, I thought it was strange.
2: 220 minus your age first.
0: Yeah, 220 minus my age is 169 times.
2: Times 0.5. point five
0: point. 84
2: (laughs) okay i was like wait a minute (laughs) i know i was like
0: if this is the maximum and now at 194 there's a all right
2: now go back from 0.5 get your same number and do 0.6 so 84 yeah so
0: 169 times 0.6 so now i'm at 101
2: okay so from your heart rate when you're exercising if you are on quest to lose fat mass in the body, it needs to be between 84 beats per minute and 101. So whatever movement you're doing, that's the zone your heart rate needs to be in. Okay. Or else, if you're operating at 81, you're not in any zone. If you're operating higher than that, you're doing something else. Okay. You see? So that's the science. That's the part you need to understand. It's between 50 to 60. All right. And what those numbers are, you move and then you make your movement keep you in there. It's just like a balancing act, a scale, so to speak. All right. So let's go cardio endurance. Let's no, say I'm we're gonna, trying
0: to. I'm going to just flip my page now. I'm taking notes.
2: So we're doing cardio endurance. Cardio endurance is going to be 70 to 80 percent. And this is when you're getting the things like um, running on a treadmill, what we call steady state exercise. where your heart rate gets up to a spot and it just begins to to neutralize or not neutralize but it basically flatlines and just you know maintains almost like like there's this analogy that our bodies are like hybrids they're v v tens v eights v sixes and then when we get on the highway they reduce down to v twos to maximize energy well the body does that as well so Cardio endurance is working out in about 70 to 80% of that. You're maintaining that um, aerobic activity. And then the last one, for me, again, these are all just mine and the way I teach it. Um, cardio conditioning, when we're really trying to change our VO2, which is our volume of oxygen during movement, when we're really trying to strengthen our heart, we're going to work out at about 80 to 95% of that maximum heart rate. And when we do it, we're going to do it in short, intense bursts with little increments of rest. So it's almost like high-intensity interval training. The scale looks like heart rate up, bring it back down, heart rate up, bring it back down. It's just super fast and quick. And that's when we do things like the art, and that would be something like a Tabata, a four-minute exercise where you do eight sets within the four minutes. You go as hard as you can for 20 seconds doing jumping jacks or running in place, 20 seconds, hard as you can. And then you rest for 10 seconds and then you run in place for 20 seconds again hard as you can you do that till the four minutes is up and you'll probably sit over there on that bed and go to sleep the one that's behind you on the van on right why because when i do it i sit over here on the couch and, and, and kind of like have to catch my breath it's a cardio conditioning exercise because my heart rate really gets into about 87 percent. i don't get into the 90 that much
0: okay um, so i have questions go <clears throat> So now you just gave me three. So, so this is the first part of the science, right?
2: Yes. Yes. Okay. This is only with cardio conditioning. We're only talking about the so heart. We're only
0: talking like, about cardio. And I'm actually very interested because I feel like I'm losing breath and I feel like my... I, I think I, I have to work on my cardio. Yeah. So when you say the, the um, fat reduction... Mm-hmm. On, like i was trying to not say weight loss so <laughs> <laughs> so when when we're saying the fat reduction so the 84.5 and 101.4 which is my zone can you yep. repeat the numbers what is that it's 60 to 70 or 50? no it's
2: 50 to 60
0: okay so 50 to 60 is the weight
2: loss and so- what what the, what the belief is behind that is that puts the body in a position where it tends to use fat as its main source of energy. Yeah. Right? And so that means by virtue of that, you're reducing your amount of fat because it's burning. It's turned into energy. So um, what's...
0: What, go sorry, ahead. I, I'm going to stop you. So my question to you is, so how long, like, is there a length or is that... Is that. that-, that-
2: that's the art art. and I have a I have an acronym for you to use that I'll give you um to use that will make the art very easy it's just gonna be a plug and play okay do you want it now
0: yeah give it to me
2: okay so the the art form is going to be this principle we call the fit principle f-i-t-t-e f-i-t-t-e okay all right so Is gonna be how your art plays out. F stands for frequency, frequency. How often do you move? That's your art, that's for you to figure out based on what it is your goals are. How often you need to move. Intensity, that's the I. What is your target heart rate and zone that you need to be in when doing that movement? And that's what we were just talking about with those numbers. All right.
0: Yeah.
2: First T is the type of exercise or activity that you're going to do. Is it going to be aimed toward cardio? Is it going to be aimed toward strength? Or is it going to be aimed toward flexibility? Because you need a you need a mix, a balance of all three. The T is going to be time, right? The time is how many minutes per week you can dedicate to this whole plan. Like if that's 180 minutes a week, that means from Sunday morning to Saturday night, you need to do 180 minutes of targeted exercise toward cardio, strength and flexibility. 180 minutes. Your frequency is... If I get to move more on Mondays than I do Tuesdays, then most of my time is on Tuesdays. I, get, I mean, I get most of my stuff during Monday, and then I'll fit Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. But if I get I get hit with a huge influx or or a ad hoc meeting or something on Thursday, then cool. Thursday is all about work, and I'll readjust my time to Friday. Simple. When I'm just playing with minutes versus stuck on a system of Monday, Wednesday, Friday.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: E. All right. The, the, and the E is self-explanatory. Enjoy what the hell you're doing. Ah. <laughs> if you don't enjoy what you're doing, none of this stuff matters anyway, especially for the thing of weight loss or fat reduction or whatever we want to call it. Because when you stress about losing the weight, you actually send your body into a, a state where it makes it hard to lose weight. So it you're being counterproductive. So mm-hmm. it's it's about enjoying what you do. Okay. Um, so
0: hold on. I, I Now I want to come back to, because I don't want to make this a 30-minute thing. We're going to no. come back. <laughs> and we've already busted our 10 minutes. But I want to come back to, like, because you were talking about weight loss, cardio endurance, and conditioning, cardio conditioning, right? Uh-huh. So I want to know, like, when, when would I do cardio endurance? When would I do cardio conditioning? Like those are the three well, things that kind of like, I'm a little still stuck on. It would
2: be based on what your lifestyle is and what you're doing. I still like to play intramural sports like flag football and basketball. So I need some cardio conditioning in there as well to make sure my lifestyle can meet those activities. Right. But if you don't play any sports or activities like that, then maybe cardio endurance is the highest level of intensity you may need. And all you need to do is be able to walk from here to the store that's two miles away and bring your groceries back.
0: Yeah, and I want to – so that cardio endurance would be that place I want to be if I want to be able to continue even if my heart is pumping
2: crazy. Pumping fast, yes. It, that's it. I, my, I'm at a cardio endurance Is I am at the point where I can endure, my heart can endure the activity of my life.
0: Yeah. See, that's, that's where I need to be. Cause like right now it's like I take my groceries from my car in the garage. I walk to the elevator, come up the elevator, walk yeah. to my thing. And by the time I come here, I'm like, <gasps> I'm yeah. like pumping yes. like crazy. Then,
2: then- then that means you can put as a goal cardio endurance because you need your heart to handle the activities of your life. Love right. it. Yeah. Now, that ain't, that ain't nothing about weight. That is nothing about yeah. any. It's just increasing the way you're going to work on your heart to sustain that activity. Now, the byproducts of a lot of other things are going to change. But isn't that much easier for you to grasp onto, cardio con- enduring?
0: Yeah, it's, it's you know, it makes me, you know what it reminds me of? It, this this analogy or this explanation of science versus art, it really, I, it brings me back to my computer stuff, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, I, I teach computers, and w- when I teach, and I never realized this is what I used to do, but... I I would come in and I would tell clients and I'd say, look, I'm going to show you a way to do it because I understood how it worked and I understood what they needed to accomplish. And I would show them my art, but I I, I would always add. And once you understand it, you can do it any which way you want.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Right? Once you
2: understand the signs, you can play however you want.
0: Yeah. So that's, that's what I love about it. So guys, I hope this is as cool for you as it was for me. Cause I, it, it just makes a difference to get, okay. So if I want to, it has nothing to do with, I want to look good. I'm a bad girl because I'm this and uh-huh. I, I, you know, I'm 51 and I should, it has nothing to do with that. It just has to do with, okay. I understand these principles, which is the science be- behind it all. And Mm -hmm. now I can do whatever I want. Like, okay, so if I need to be in in this cardio endurance area, well, now I need to just first of all know what the heck my heart rate is. (laughs) You know,
2: so I'm gonna wearable technology. Exactly.
0: I'm gonna wear the technology, and then I'm gonna look at it, and then I'm gonna see. You know, Mm -hmm. so
2: yeah. So a lot of tools and hacks right there. That, that's, those are the hacks that help you know yeah. what your heart rate is.
0: Fantastic. You probably
2: can get it in going up and down the steps. So, yeah.
0: All right. So then we're going to talk next about strength and mm-hmm. flexibility. So future, future segments, people, strength and flexibility. So thank you. Thank you, Rob. This was awesome. Bye.
1: There you go. So what do you think? Um, I thought that was great. I, um, yeah, for me, it's, it's all about enjoyment. <laughs> it really like is. Because
0: you were talking about, like you do exercise, you, you
1: move every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, am. Um, yeah, I, I used to, you know, I used to go to the gym. I've always exercised. I really enjoy exercise, but, um, You know, a few things have changed. My yoga studio closed down. I used to go to yoga every day. That was something I loved. My calendar got just so full with, you know, coaching and everything like that, that I don't have as much time as I I used to sometimes exercise two and a half hours a day. Um, But now I make sure, not make sure, because it's it's something I love. So, yeah, I do do it because I know that if I don't do it, I miss it. But my exercise more is... um, just being outdoors. I live on a <clears throat> cliff above the ocean. So I'll walk down to the ocean every day with my dog, or I told you a couple of yeah. days a week, I'll do uh, exercise on the beach, uh, kettlebells, which is high intensity, um, lots of squats and lunges, and you're using weights. But- you That know, works work. your core, right? That, it, it works everything. It works your legs, your core, your butt, your arms, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do stretching as well. But I am looking out at this ocean, and I see dolphins, and it's whale season right now. So we see whales and we see seals, and I am just like, it's it's heaven. I'm at the end of it. I'm like, oh, it's over, it's over already. So, if, but if I wasn't enjoying it, I wouldn't um, I wouldn't show up as much. So I think for me, the enjoyment part is um, is is top of the list. Find something you enjoy. Yeah. And as Rob said, um, you know, I make sure that um, I don't wear the Fitbit anymore. But I, it, it's, and I'm, I'm much older than you, so, so you know, my, I'm, I'm 62, so you know, I'm, I'm more about sort of, do I, do I feel good? Do I enjoy it? Am I? Do I? You know, I never have any issues. I did a stress test, um, because actually I do have a heart thing that's genetic and when i had my stress test they were like oh my god you know you're not you, we can't i mean it was like the treadmill was at that angle i was running uphill to get my heart rate up so i know that my heart is pretty strong cuz i'm always doing hills every day okay. um but yeah it's uh yeah enjoy it you've got to enjoy it i mean we there's too much in life that we that we have to take care of like taxes and things like that yeah. <laughs> exercise well, should be something we enjoy
0: <laughs> i love these conversations uh because it was like, you know, when I first started the, the podcast, I didn't want to talk about it. Um, last year, when I came out of Super Coach Academy, I kind of saw how the the moving uh, domain, the, the moving area of my life and the, the eating area of my life were areas that I was really just settling
2: mm-hmm.
0: You know, I had made up, you know what we were talking earlier. I had made up so much stuff from past conversations and past jasmines and and I had, but I had literally put everything in a box and I said, okay, this this is who I am, this is how it's going to be, and that's it. That's all, you know. And I kind of like just started looking at it again. and it, you know, in the beginning, it was kind of like, you know, looking, You know, when you're driving down the street and then there's an animal that was killed and you just like, you're driving and you're like, I'm not going to look. Yeah. We pass because, you know, at least you didn't see it. That's kind of like how I was doing. (laughs) I was going around life. I was like, wait, moving? What do you mean moving? Where? What are you (laughs) talking about? Eating healthy? What? What? Where? Where? (laughs) You know, but doing these has helped me, uh, you know, looking at it. Um, and just saying the stuff that I think I look stupid at, (laughs) uh, and the things that I've been ridiculed, you know, in the past about, and just finally, just looking at it again. Yeah. And it's really, I hope that it's making a difference for anybody listening, um, because, it's making a difference for me. And uh, who knows where I'm going to be next year and how I'm going to look like. I have no idea. Maybe I'm going to look exactly the same. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't matter. You know, it's about what am I seeing? How am I looking at it? And I already, you know, like walking. You know, when I go walking with the dog and I feel my body actually gliding, I'm like, ah, Mm -hmm. you know,
1: it's already different. Mm. yeah yeah you know it's so funny i just i I interviewed julian fraser on my show a couple of weeks ago and he was talking about when he first came across the principles he he lost i mean like over 100 pounds and um and he was saying that during covid he gained some of that weight back and i said you know the same thing happened to me I caught myself, I got this thinking, ooh, this is difficult. We're being denied something. I deserve a treat. I'm gonna eat a bit more, <laughs> drink a bit more than I normally would because we're being told we can't leave our house. And when I caught, well, and then I could feel my, well, then I was living in sweatpants cause you were just showing up on Zoom. So we only dressed <laughs> the, the top half of me and I knew I was gaining weight, but I was in denial. I was like, I won't get on the scale cause I don't want to depress myself like pretending it didn't exist if I didn't see it in front of me so then I finally got on the scale I was like oh god 10 pounds yeah I did it I gained 10 pounds but as soon as I questioned that thinking that it was like I just started laughing I thought I've actually enjoyed staying home for this last year why did I carry on that thinking that I deserve to treat myself because I would actually. It was fine. And then as soon as I caught that thinking, which was very innocent and unknown to me, I just started losing weight again. It was amazing. So mm-hmm. I love what you're, the conversation you're having with, which is it's not, and I didn't sort of set out to, I just questioned, oh my God, I've been telling myself I'm 62 and that's what happens. You gain weight and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so yeah. You, you just question it. It doesn't have to be. Yeah, exactly
0: well thank you so much Del for accepting my offer I'm going to come on your show very soon I'm and, and uh yeah so before we leave two things first yeah. would you have a nugget of wisdom for anybody listening what would be a nugget of
1: wisdom from Del a nugget of wisdom um <laughs> don't believe the negative self-talk <laughs> it's yeah. not true it's not true it's innocent <laughs> i love it i love it all right and
0: if people want to see you where do they go
1: they if, if well they can um <clears throat> if they go on my website that's probably the, the easiest because that's where all my shows are and that's my where my youtube uh, blogs and things like that are so just go to delladyjones.com Um, you'll see everything there Um, or you can go on YouTube put my name in as well I have two different channels on YouTube one is um, insightful conversations and the other one is freedom from uh, it's my coaching website so it's freedom from codependency and narcissistic abuse but I'm I'm all over the place (laughs) I have been told (laughs) not hard to find me (laughs) all right well listen thank you very very much for uh, coming and uh, I shall see you soon Oh, lovely! Well, it's been such a pleasure, and I'm excited to have you on my show too. So, thank you. forward to it. Bye-bye. Everybody
0: else, I'm gonna say, dream it, dare it, do it, live the life you want.